Resolving Conflicts Within the Body of Christ. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Today we are starting Philippians chapter 4. We're going to be looking at verses 1 through 3. And in this particular passage, Paul calls for some members of the body of Christ there in Philippi to get along. (laughs) He says, resolve your conflict. And then he enlists the help of one of his close uh, friends in the faith to um, urge these two women to do so. Um, So let's get into it. Uh, But before we do, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for this beautiful day that we can come and enjoy your presence. And we ask, Lord God, that you would um, just reveal your hand at work today in our lives. Help us to have eyes to see and ears to hear and willing hands to do that which you call us to do. Um, and Lord, help us to apply the lessons of your word so we might grow to be more like your son, Jesus. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. All right. Well, we are in uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. And uh, here's what Paul says. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. I plead with Euodia and I plead with Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. Now, Paul is um, kind of addressing a couple of things here. He's finishing up chapter 3 in the first part of 4 by saying to them, Stand firm in the Lord in this way that I have described to you. Stand firm by following my example. Uh, Stand firm by following the example of others around you who live as we do um, so that you can uh, uh, stay firm in the faith and not lose sight of the goal, um, which is the prize for which God has called me heavenward, us heavenward in Christ Jesus. And uh, so he says, stand firm. And I think that's a great message for us. Um, He speaks so lovingly of them. He calls them brothers and sisters, those that he loves and longs for. He wants to be with them. He calls them his joy and his crown. Uh, This is the shining jewel of all of the churches that Paul has planted. And he says, stand firm, my, my friends. Don't lose sight of what it means to walk with the Lord. Don't lose sight. Don't get tripped up by silly things like some of these other churches are doing. And then he specifically calls out two people, two women, Euodia and Syntyche, and he asks them to be of the same mind in the Lord. Clear that these two have had some level of disagreement. Something has happened between them that's caused a bit of a rift, and Paul is pleading with them and says, be of the same mind in the Lord. Let's let the petty stuff drop off to the side. And let's keep the Lord in the forefront. Let's keep the mission of Christ in the forefront. And while he doesn't address 
the letter to the Philippians to a specific church leader or house church, but to all of God's holy people in Philippi. He is mentioning in verse 3 a specific companion in the faith to come alongside of this discussion between these two women um, to urge them uh, to be of the same mind in the Lord. He says, I, I ask you, my true friend, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. And so Paul says, hey, they've been warriors for Jesus. And I don't want to see them getting tripped up by some silly argument. Would you come alongside of them and help them get this resolved? Um, uh, and he lifts up another uh, male companion, Clement. Uh, and then he says, and all the rest of the co-workers in Christ whose names are in the book of life. And so he's He's calling out people there in the in the community there who have been exceptional uh, servants of Jesus, who have really stepped up for the cause of the gospel. And uh, then he's uh, also uh, good to mention the whole community of faith there, as they're they're a group, as a group they are really modeling an example of what it means to be the church. And so Paul's calling out this little rift and says, hey, let's not let it get bigger than it needs to. Let's resolve it now and let's get back on the track of being of the same mind in the Lord. You know, there's going to be times when we disagree with people. There's going to be times when little rifts happen in our communities of faith. And I think Paul's advice is good. Get to the resolution quickly. Let's put things on the table and let's bring leaders alongside those who are disagreeing so that we might resolve these things quickly and swiftly and completely uh, so that we're not leaving these open loops of conflict to sort of grow into uh, bigger problems on their own. We're addressing the issues and we're putting the cause of Christ ahead of our own particular disagreements. When we put Jesus first, all the other stuff is silly stuff ultimately. And so let's be quick in our own lives to resolve anything that we have, any open loops of conflict that we have with people that we love, especially brothers and sisters in the Lord. That might be a spouse. It might be a close friend. It might be a close family member. It might be some associates at church that we volunteer with. Uh, or that we're in the minist- the trench of ministry with, we need to go to them and resolve. And, and it's important, too, to bring some leadership alongside so they can say, you know, what's best in this situation, especially to preserve the unity of the faith and uh, witness that we have for the kingdom. All right, my friends. Hey, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study. And I hope these words are of great encouragement to you. God bless.